It is Monday the 30th of September, I'm your host Frank Kier, and this is the Quantum Cast. Okay, so first of all, I'd like to apologise for my tone. I am extremely sick and have been coughing and sneezing all weekend, so I don't know how we're going to make it today. But, nevertheless, the show must go on. Today we're going to be looking at the Metro RNS that sent its shares soaring just before market close from around 155 pence per share to 192. That's a crazy rise, but it is well deserved for shareholders who have been so patient with Metro Bank. But we're going to actually look into why it had occurred and is it sustainable? We're going to do that first and then we're going to move on to physiognomics where we will look through their results and hopefully that will be it for the Quantum Cast. We'll try and make it as short as possible because I'm having to re-record bits as behind the scenes I'm dying. So to begin with Metro, let's keep it mega brief. They had an activist investor purchase shares and they hadn't previously held shares in Metro or at least held an amount above the 0.5% disclosable amount. Well, they have now purchased 3.36%. This firm is called 683 Capital Partners in Delaware, USA. And on this day, which was Friday last week, the news had been circulating that Metro Bank were going to sell some of their assets, including part of their loan book, or they would put their entire business up for sale. And people have started assuming that now that some random firm from the US is bought into the UK, we can only assume that there is probably a takeover being prepared. But I think this is just a value investment from a US firm. Because if we look at UK stocks relative to US stocks in terms of performance, UK stocks are extremely cheap. US stocks are cheap in comparison to Chinese stocks, and Chinese stocks aren't cheap at all. The main reason is they have overperformed historically. And one thing we should remember is that past performance is not an indication of future returns. Because if the strong performance in, say, emerging markets, historically, is going to be a bit of guidance, we're going to look at astronomical returns in the future. But it's unrealistic. The ones that are laggards are ones you should probably investigate into. Well, the UK is extremely cheap. I'm not saying that things are going to rise, but if they are going to rise, it seems like the UK presents the highest value opportunity. So I can only assume that this American firm has hopped onto it, especially seeing as it's a bank, a mid-tier bank, valued at around 270 million, or they were, now they're probably 330 odd, and they were mega cheap, and they were still making a little bit of money, despite all the problems they had. There's value. As we've covered before, Metro Bank, on a technical basis, has a bit of resistance coming up at around 198.5. The shares closed at around 192, so it would be interesting to see if the shares can break above there. There would be a trade to around 220 if you are waiting for that level. If that level fails to break out, then you'll see a test of lows again, and if not, you'll have more all-time lows. So, it's kind of a 50-50 situation dependent on the shares breaking. There's not much risk-reward until one scenario occurs. The break above the 198.5, a safer level would be a break above 205, 
and then go long to around 220, 225. Or a breakdown on the 198.5 res, and then go long, uh, sorry, go short, whatever amount you decide to go, to around 160. There's a decent risk reward on the short side, surprisingly. I'm not saying that the shares are going down, but you have to once again adapt to every scenario. With Metro Bank, if there's no further news, it is likely that the shares will just retrace a little bit because we haven't seen an indication that shares have actually, uh, the shorters have actually closed the shares that they have been shorting. In fact, nothing significant has been occurring there. Okay, so moving on to Physiomics PLC. This company has announced their final results for the year ended the 30th of June 2019 and they've mentioned that total income so that includes revenue and grant income note grant income because that doesn't mean sales increased 53% to £783,101 up from £512,899 in the previous period. The business is still losing money as their operating loss decreased by 23% to £201,219, down from around £260,000 before the loss after taxation did decrease but still is quite hefty relative to their revenue at £104,000. It's down 43% in comparison to £183,000 in 2008, so the end of 2008 that is. And that period was the 30th of June 2008 being their final measure. So cash and cash equivalents are down, assuming that the loss has been from anywhere other than a fair value decrease. Well, these guys aren't investors. They are a company for cancer treatment. And that means they're going to be very capital intensive. They're going to be spending a lot of money. And as they do that, their cash is going to depreciate. And it's likely that these kind of companies need to continuously raise funds. Let's have a look at their net assets. So at the year end, their net assets stood at £607,914, of which 405000 as we mentioned, are comprised cash and cash equivalents, and the rest are just other assets, other current assets that uh, you'd normally look at, such as property, etc., Okay, so the director's remuneration. Let's look at that. How much money is being paid? We've got a couple of doctors here on the list. And if we look at the total 2019 expenditure, they've spent 20,000 more. That means the total admin based expenses, or at least instead of admin expenses, expenses for staff here had total 254,000 pounds. That isn't great considering the company's losing money but once again these guys are doctors so they should really be taking more money but as the company isn't making money i assume they are sacrificing that end so if we look at the outlook the company has said 
that with another record year behind us, we continue our journey to becoming a sustainably profitable business. Well, at the moment, they're not profitable, but in the next 12 months, they're aiming to execute more projects than ever before to add up further new clients, both in the UK, Europe, and North America. The board has been actively exploring how they can capitalize on their expertise and capabilities that have been developed in the field of personalized medicine. The shares have fallen off a cliff. I can make this statement by looking at the past 52 weeks of share price performance. Shares peaked at around 4.7, sorry, 5.7 pence per share and made lows at around two and a half pence per share. Well, those lows were made a couple of days ago. So the shares have already been struggling in the run up to results. And I can only assume that a fundraising is probably imminent considering their cash balances. They have enough cash to survive probably a couple of years, but it would be safer, assuming they don't get any further grants, to raise funds. I wouldn't, this as an issue, it's not a major issue at all, but uh, a lot of areas of management would sometimes like to raise money just to feel safer, to feel like if we want to invest elsewhere into our projects, then we can do so. Well, with these guys, They've got enough cash, it's around 400 grand, market cap of 2 million. So uh, to have 20% of your market cap in cash is okay. It's, it's not a problem considering the fact that Physiomics has reduced their net loss after tax. In fact, by a huge number, as we mentioned earlier, 43%, 180K net loss all the way down to 100 odd thousand pounds net loss. That is impressive. Looking back on their share price, we can see they begun the period 52 weeks ago. So this time last year, let's just say the 1st of October to make it safer at 4.1 pence per share. And now they're trading at around 2.7. So a 32% decrease. The shares haven't been faring too well. And if we look back over the past five years, the trend has also been down. In terms of this kind of share, you probably can't short it because of the illiquidity of share volume. On the long side though, I I don't really know with this one because if we look at lows, they have made 52 week lows. And I could only assume go long at a break of three pence per share and then maybe target a spike to around 3.8 pence, maybe 4.1, cause we have a resistance at there. And maybe there's some value for you. But I mean, on a 2 million market cap, all they need is one major deal, and there'll be significant value. That's about it for today's episode of the Quantum Cast. I have to wrap it up because I've been sniffling the entire time, and this has taken way longer than usual to record. I apologize for this probably coming out a little bit later than market open, but the show must go on. We've been at it for however many episodes. What are we on? 43 now, I think? We have not stopped and we hope to provide as much content so that our community can build together and hopefully make a difference to finance. Make sure if you haven't already, sign up on our website at quantumresearch.co.uk. Follow us on Twitter at QuantumCast. And most importantly, make sure to have a wonderful day. I've been your host, Ryan Kier. Until next time.